This is the AM640 Afternoon Drive Show. Listen live weekday afternoons from 4 till 7 on AM640. Or download the app at 640toronto.com. You know, Mike Duffy being cleared of all 31 charges is a big story, but the biggest story worldwide today is the fact that Prince has died at the age of 57. Uh, he was found in his, at his uh, Paisley Path Studios in Minneapolis, uh, not breathing and not responding. Now, I did hear someone run, uh, and I found it on the internet as well, that, that uh, 911 call. I am not going to do that. We don't stoop to levels like that on this program. So I just want to throw that out there. There's no point in hearing the emergency call about this. But I do want to get to the bottom of it because uh, the reports were last Thursday that uh, Prince had to stop. He was uh, he had to stop an emergency landing at a, I believe it was in Indianapolis, a hospital, and then he was flown to his place in Minnesota this year, uh, this Saturday, and he was recovering. Uh, he played a gig. I believe it was Friday night, and he said, look, I'm okay. You know, you can save your prayers for a few days. And today we find out that he has passed away. And the early reports are saying that he had the flu. We're joined now by Dr. Allison McGeer, Director of Infection Control at Mount Sinai Hospital, to find out exactly how something like this happens and what the uh, plausibility of, of somebody like Prince passing away at the age of 57 to influenza would be. Hi, uh, Dr. McGeer. Thanks for joining me. Good afternoon. So the idea of someone dying of the flu in 2016 is maybe believable if they're elderly and their health is compromised. But we just heard Prince played here, you know, two weeks ago or so, uh, looked great on stage, looking fine. Now, he is 5'2". He didn't weigh a lot. He's of slight build. So uh, I want to know, how is it possible that someone would uh, pass of the flu? Well, you know, the truth is that although we tend to think of influenza as not a very severe disease, um, people, including young, healthy adults and children, die from influenza every year. That's why your public health departments recommend that you get vaccinated against influenza. Obviously, it doesn't happen often that people die from influenza, and it it's, can be very hard to diagnose influenza, so I, I don't think we want to jump the gun on, on what actually happened here, um, but I, but I, I, I think from my perspective, one of the important messages is that, yes, young, healthy people do die from influenza, and, and, and it's, the, the sad part about it is that it is completely preventable. So it, it may well not have happened to prevent any, you know, there, there are any number of other things that could have gone on, um, and, and we may never know. And as you've just pointed out, it's important to respect his privacy and his family's privacy with this, but... Um, at the same time, I think we need not to kid ourselves into thinking that influenza is not a serious disease. Would a, a slim person, someone of, of, of his build that works as hard as Prince, you know, he was on a tour where, you know, it had him playing two shows back to back, 57 songs in one night, sitting at a piano, you know, a lot of audience participation, him, you know, uh, really pulling the show together on his own. He had no backup band. Could, uh, you know, someone that works as hard as Prince be more susceptible to something like this? Really 
not very much evidence. There, there is some evidence that people in very high-stress situations are, are more prone to infectious diseases, but stress is a really difficult thing to measure, and, and some stress is positive. And it may well be that Prince's stress was positive because I, I think he did it because he loved doing it. And, you know, that's very different from the stress associated, say, with taking care of an Alzheimer's patient at home or, you know, so, so I, I, I think there 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 is not evidence at the moment although you know there's there's some sometimes some belief in it that says that that kind of stress has any impact now if you're coming into the hospital you have to be hospitalized because you have the flu uh, what is your course of action as a doctor what would normally be uh, done in that situation well, it, you know, one of the very interesting things about flu is you get uh, all sorts of different things can bring you one of the, to the hospital. One of the complicating things about influenza is you can come to the hospital because you are sick with the infection and, and the virus is in your lungs or <clears throat> otherwise causing you to be sick directly. But, but there's a second thing about influenza that is, has something to do with how influenza triggers the immune system and the activation. So we don't completely understand, but it is that there's good evidence that influenza can trigger heart attacks and um, and arrhythmias, your heart beating abnormally, um, and sudden death in, and strokes uh, in the two to three weeks after you've had influenza. Wow. And in fact, after you've had some other viral illnesses are more common. So th- there's, it, it, you, you see a wide variety of, of diseases that get triggered by influenza, as well as people who need primary care for the influenza. There's nothing, unfortunately, there's nothing simple about influenza. Uh, would you have to be predisposed to a heart condition to die of a heart attack after influenza, or is that still a mystery right now? Uh, probably. I mean, it, it, you know, it, it is likely that if you, or at least it's more likely if you're in some way predisposed, but predisposed covers a, a, a very wide range. And it, 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 I think it is in the same way that relatively young people get heart attacks out of seemingly nowhere, right? right. You, so, so presumably they were predisposed, something was going on, but they had no way of knowing ahead of time um, that, um, that something was happening with their heart. And I think the same thing can clearly be true. You can have influenza and then have a complication when there's absolutely no reason ahead of time to suspect that there might be a complication like that. Now, I wanted to talk to you because I thought the idea of, you know, the, the instant, uh, the rumors going around that he passed away of the flu because he, he was suffering from the flu earlier on uh, could be more plausible than the fact that he could have died. You know, a lot of times you hear about, you know, artists like uh, in the music industry dying of a, a drug overdose or alcohol uh, overdose or something like that, a mix of cocktails of drugs and alcohol. In his case, he was a Jehovah Witness. If you're a Jehovah Witness and you go into the hospital, is there anything that would be done differently? Uh, you know, maybe they wouldn't, you know, you would refuse to have any medication that could complicate things? Probably not. You know, um, there are Jehovah's Witnesses obviously don't accept blood products, and so there's a very specific set of circumstances in which um, that could pose a risk, but, you know, this is, there's no way of knowing that, and it's unlikely with a, uh, you know, a diagnosis of flu. I think we need to be a little careful about flu. Flu could cover anything from an 
asthma attack. You know, when people say flu-like symptoms, it could mean an asthma attack. It could mean influenza. It could be one of many other respiratory viruses. So there's a, uh, it, and it can be a lot of non-infectious things that give you similar symptoms. So I think, you know, that this is, at, at least at the moment, this is really solidly speculative. And, okay. and, and from my perspective, it just comes back to the, 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 important message about the speculation sure. um, is that this should not come as a surprise to us. Young, healthy people do die of complications of the flu, and, and, and we should all be able to recognize that and understand why people recommend influenza vaccine. Dr. Allison McGeer, I really appreciate you joining me this afternoon. Always a pleasure. This is the AM640 Afternoon Drive Show. Listen live weekday afternoons from 4 till 7 on AM640. Or download the app at 640toronto.com.